Welcome to the Sadler Lectures podcast. Responding to popular demand, I'm converting my philosophy videos into sound files you can listen to anywhere you can take an MP3. If you like what you hear and want to support my work, go to patreon.com sadler. I hope you enjoy this lecture. Another form of justice understood as particular justice and as fairness or equality that Aristotle discusses in Nicomachean Ethics Book 5 has to do with what we call rectification. This is often called rectificatory justice, which comes from our Latinate word rectus, which means right. So rectification literally means setting things right, restoring an order that has been, or an equilibrium that has been lost, that has been damaged, that has been undone. And when we talk about justice in this sense, Aristotle doesn't think of it so much as a quality of a person, as more of a quality of states of affairs. So a judge, he says, is called a rectifier, because he's a divider, he actually sets things right by figuring out what the proportions are, and he takes the injured party, and he says, okay, you get some of the offending party, the the injuring party, you get some of their stuff to make up for it, to make it right. So could this actually have to do with the nature of a person, a person's character? Yes, it could. Aristotle doesn't spell this out, but the kind of person who would be prone to, when they do the wrong thing, to make it right, or to at least think that other people ought to do you know, what's required to make it right, or perhaps would find ways to make sure that that would happen. That would be a just person in the sense of having justice as a virtue. Likewise, a person who was typically making things unfair, unbalanced, who enjoyed doing so, who you know messes around with other people to, to make things unfair. Picture somebody who just enjoys giving some people more money and some other people less money just to kind of get them you know irritated with each other and set them at odds. That person would be unjust in the full sense of, of having the vice of injustice. Aristotle's not so concerned with that. He's more concerned with thinking about things in terms of what he calls voluntary and involuntary exchanges. Now, could this extend beyond just the kind of exchanges Aristotle's talking about? Of course. As a matter of fact, it could apply to relationships, it could apply to previous distributions. You know, if, if there was an unfair distribution historically, then that could be fixed. Equal opportunity, the, the basic idea behind equal opportunity programs was that certain minorities had been given the wrong sort of proportion, they weren't allowed the opportunities that they should have been allowed, and that set them behind. So we're going to rectify that by giving them more opportunities in the present, and then hopefully at some point we can actually say everybody's on the same level playing field. That's an example of rectificatory justice. That doesn't actually fit into either one of these because it has to do with the structure of an entire society, or at least governmental institutions. What Aristotle talks about is voluntary and involuntary exchanges. Voluntary exchanges would be things like buying and selling, entering into contracts with people, making loans, becoming a debtor. 
Those are all voluntary. A person decides to do them. And it doesn't mean that they necessarily want to do it. You know, you might have to take out a debt because you, you actually, here's a great example. There's nobody who really, really in their heart wants to post bail bond for other people other than bail bondsmen because they're making money off of it. But people do it. It's still voluntary because they're choosing to do it on some level. And if you want to see what Aristotle means by the voluntary and involuntary, I have a number of videos discussing that, some of them core concepts, some of them uh, longer lecture videos. Now, when we get to the involuntary, what Aristotle is actually talking about is criminality. He says there's fraud and there's force. What would be examples of fraud? Well, theft, when you go in and you steal something from somebody's house. Adultery. This is an interesting one. Stealing somebody away. We do say she stole, you know, her husband or he stole his wife, right? We stole the affection of another. There could be a lot of other examples of that. What about force? Well, assault on another person is force. Rape is force. Threatening to use force against another person would be a type of force. Aristotle actually puts slander in there as well. With fraud, somebody is doing something without being noticed, you know, they're pretending to be doing something other than they are, and they get more than their fair share in the process. What could the fair shares be? Property, maybe, you know, election fixing would be a type of fraud, getting, getting an office that you shouldn't have. Force, somebody actually uses violence to get more than their fair share or get somebody else more than their fair share. If I walk into the coach's office and I say, look, I want my kid to play basketball, and the coach says, well, your kid isn't very good. He's going to be sitting on the bench the first year. And I pull out a gun and say, he's not going to be sitting on the bench. Somebody else's kid has to sit on the bench in place of my kid. I am taking more than my fair share for my kid. I'm also, in a certain sense, committing injustice in a second way by depriving the, the coach of their normal decision-making process and taking that away from them. So here's how Aristotle sees it. In all of these cases, justice lies in between the loss to the person who has been cheated, wronged, harmed, offended, and the gain that has been taken or at least come to the benefit of the other person in this relationship, in this structure, in this perhaps social condition or institution. So what does justice mean? Justice means setting things back in the middle. Does that mean that you just give back? So somebody, for example, steals from me. Do I just get back what they took from me? No, it, it might actually mean something on top of that as well. You know, compensate me for my time and trouble, to compensate me for having to go to court, to compensate me for other damages that I, I feel that I've suffered. But in any case, the suffering is alleviated, Aristotle thinks, by swinging things back over this way. What you're doing is you're taking something from the person who has now too much, giving it to the person who has too little, and thereby restoring justice. This gets more problematic, and Aristotle says, yeah, we got to be a bit metaphorical about this when we talk about, say, what is the person who attacked me? How does the judge set that right? You know, is putting them in prison, for example, which is what we tend to do, is putting them in prison my getting back what's owed to me, what's been taken from me. Many people would say, well, not really. I'd like to, you know, punch him in the face myself. 
or I'd like him to feel what it is that I felt. This gets particularly problematic when we get to crimes like, say, rape, or, you know, over here in fraud, adultery or cheating. Is it set right by if you, you know, seduce my wife, I go and seduce your wife? Aristotle would say that's not really what he has in mind. Maybe there's ways in which one can compensate in other ways. You know, the same thing could go for missing an opportunity that one was deprived of because somebody else was given it because they were the boss's son or they knew somebody who knew somebody who knew somebody or the person who was making the decision at the time was not really in their right mind when they they made it. Setting it right for some of these decisions may not mean being given that position, because now this other person's in that position, and they can't just simply create a new position for you. So it does get a little problematic, but the general principle is that justice consists in setting things right, in restoring the balance between the loss or the suffering and the gain or the benefit from one party to the other, swinging it from one side to the other. Special thanks to all of my Patreon supporters for making this podcast possible. You can find me on Twitter at Philosopher70, on YouTube at the Gregory B. Sadler channel, and on Facebook on the Gregory B. Sadler page. Once again, to support my work, go to patreon.com Sadler. Above all, keep studying these great philosophical works.